Good evening, Source Nation. Good evening and welcome to Conversations with Kathy B. I am so excited to have you guys back here in the studio tonight. Tonight's conversation is all about education and virtual learning. As we all know, we are facing a time here in COVID where our children are either virtual learning or in school learnings and some of us have half days virtual and half days in the classroom however we know that there is a change so tonight i am going to be speaking with some beautiful young ladies that i know in reference to virtual learning and how they are adapting to this situation so with that said um we talked about a quote, something that I always do with these young ladies. And I want to take a moment, Source Nation, and read the quote to you, and we'll jump into our conversation. So the quote is, your mind is a thermostat of your potential. Look at your life right now, and that's what your thermostat is set to do. If you learn to use your mind properly, it will unlock your potential and crush what you say limits you. This is so pivotal, uh, Source Nation, when it comes to our our children and what they're feeling today in the midst of COVID. So with that said, I want to give an opportunity to talk to these young ladies. I have three, as I stated, they're in uh, various stages of their lives. They um, all are attending school and they are experiencing uh, learning in COVID. I have a fifth grader, I have a 11th grader, and I have a eighth grader. So they all are experiencing something different. So we have elementary, we have middle school, and we have high school. So the conversation tonight was all about being attentive. How are we holding ourselves accountable and being intentional learners? And as a school teacher, and I know Social Nation, you guys have known me to be behind the mic for 25 years and definitely with you all for seven years, but I do have another passion, which is teaching. So with that said, um, we are now facing children making decisions either they're going to come to school or they're just going to you know stay at home the fact that we need to be intentional is what i'm looking for so with these young ladies i'm going to pose a question and i'm wanting them to elaborate on this let's talk about how can we be intentional in the classroom how do we show up in the classroom this is my high school student um you want to show up in the classroom prepared materials ready pencil ready notebook or whatever you bring to your session whatever class you're in that's what you bring all your materials um you also need to make sure that you are turning on your camera because i feel as though as you as a student doesn't matter what grade or what college you're going to it is the exact same thing um you're sitting in a classroom and you're getting your information from the teacher and you're getting everything that you need you're getting your information you go home do your homework and you come back you get a's on your test you get good jobs in your homework red uh green stickers saying good job i mean it's the same thing just virtual learning 
So with that being said, I think cameras need to be on. That means you are zoned in focused and giving your professor, your teacher, or your mentor all your undivided attention and to make sure that you are lasered and focused on what they're telling you because that vital, that vital information can carry a long ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though that just showing that those black screens are gone and showing that your face and that you're, you're here, you're present, you're not somewhere off playing 2K video games or you're playing Fortnite or you're doodling on your journal or you're talking to sister, brother, best friend, whomever you're staying mm-hmm. with. Your, your focus, your, your appearance is on point. Mm-hmm. You're wearing clothing. You're not in bed with blankets and, and stuffed animals and chihuahuas. You're not at all. You're at, sitting at a table and you're lasered and focused where you were able to gather information respectfully. Okay. All right. You made some valid points there. So if I'm hearing you correctly, there is a distinct difference being in the classroom, in school, versus uh, virtual learning. So you're at home. So you made some points there. So let, let's talk about it. We are virtual learning. We're at home. We're in our comfortable space, right? So we could be in our bedrooms. We could be in the living room. We could be in the kitchen. Wherever it is, it's, it's our personal space. So when you are logging in, why is it that we don't look at it as a physical classroom? Because you made some valid points. You basically said, I'm in the classroom. I am attentive. I am getting my work done. I am asking questions. However, there is a clear, distinct difference. Why is that? Who can tell me? Why is that? This is now my my middle school student. Why is that? I think there's like... I think there's like a dis- disconnection towards the teacher and the students because it's like not directly in the classroom. Okay. It's virtual through a computer. When they're virtual on their computer, they can do many more different things. But what we, but what we should be doing is just paying attention. Right. Paying attention. And as a school teacher, this is the way I see it. As a school teacher, when my students are coming into my classroom virtually, I expect them to do the same thing as if they were walking through the door. So I set an expectation. I do the same thing as if you were physical. We start off with our morning daily quote. So you know that you should have your notebook open. You should have your notebook open and you should be ready to write your quote because this sets the tone of how the day is going to be. So in the classroom and virtually, you should be doing the same thing. But as a teacher and you're coming into my classroom and I'm seeing all these black screens, I may have maybe one, maybe three students at the most that are looking directly at me. So as a teacher, I have to make up in my mind that you have 18 other people that are black, black screened. I don't know what it is that you're doing. 
But yet, I have to continue teaching. So, with that said, we talked about if we are behind the black screen, we know that our distractions, because there are distractions. You have all kinds of stuff going on. You mentioned that, you know, you have your your video games. You may have your pet that you're tending to. You may have a television show that you have muted, but you're still watching it. You're not engaging. You're missing valuable information that the teacher is saying. So, for instance, in my classroom, I expect for you to come in because within the first 15, 20 minutes, I'm giving you valuable instruction time. And I tell my students, listen, give me the time to give the information to you. In that time, I'm giving you instruction. I am actually going over what you possibly had missed the day before, and I'm answering any type of questions that you may have within that 20 minutes. So it is good information. And from there, I say every single day, by script, we're now going into independent study, independent practice. My students know at that point in time, they can turn off the camera. But as a teacher, I am fighting back and forth saying, turn your camera on, turn your camera on, turn your camera on. And then after everything is said and done, I'm having to go on my grade book and assess 50s. I'm having to assess 50s because guess what? They missed what I've said or they have not done that. My teacher would actually, like, if you don't have your camera on and she takes roll and you don't have your camera on afterward, she'll she'll mark you absent. Yes. Yeah. It's gotten so bad to where, like, they're saying that you don't have your camera on and you don't have your name stated as your biological, what you're born with, like my name and then my last name. It's starting to become a problem where they have to count you up. Yes. Yes, we do that. This is my middle school student talking. I will say of this whole week, only three days, I had my camera on uh, the whole class. The other two days, I was not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does that make you feel, not paying attention? Do you feel like you missed some information when it came to doing your assignments on your own? I do feel like I missed some, like, some information, some important information. Mm. But most kids, um, I like to piggyback off that because most kids wouldn't feel anything because they have the computer in front of them and they have Google. That's what they do 24-7. Well, I don't understand this question. Well, I'm out of class, so they can't say anything. No one's watching me. Might as well Google the answers. And that's how they get their information. And that's how they get, well, a plot on the back. I can't believe you haven't attended school that day. How'd you get the answers? I'm asked a friend. And that's how everything carries on. Is because you're not really registered. You're not really understanding and being able to remember and retain the information that you're, you're being given. Um, it, it's sad that it has to be this way because of COVID and everything. But this is what we're stuck with mm-hmm. until March or February or whatever date that we're going back for each county but we have to stick with what we got and because this is a new semester for high school students and I'm not sure for middle schools if they change classes but 
for high school students, it's new teachers and we're not to be able to be meeting them in person, mm -hmm. like how you change that classes and then you go to your new science teacher or your new math teacher. Hi, how are you? How are you doing this morning? My name is whomever and you know, I'm here gonna be attending your class. It's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be, hi, unmute, mute, hi, oh, unmute, I'm uh, so-and-so, unmute, and oh, let me turn my camera on. It's, it's difficult, so we are going to be able to make sure that we're giving these teachers more of our attention because okay. not only is it hard for us because we're not being able to see them, it's hard on you guys because you guys are so used to being able to say, welcome and giving us all this love and affection, but now you have to hug us through a screen. You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Source Nation, you're listening live right here on Conversations with Kathy B. Tonight, we're speaking about virtual learning and really getting a perspective from the student's point of view and actually how I feel as a teacher. I also have some other wonderful guests here in the studio with me. I have an elementary student, so I definitely want to hear from her. And I also have a parent. I want to hear from the parent and the parent's perspective as to how virtual learning is going for her student. Um, my student is uh, middle schooler. And the experience hasn't been very good in okay. the beginning. It's, it's, it's trying and, and hard. My heart goes out to your educators. Thank you. Because I don't see how you do it. But, um, yeah, it's a struggle. And the struggle is the the connection with that teacher. That's whatever's going on that time. Yes. And when that camera's on, there's no connection. And, and it shows grade-wise, it shows. It definitely does. Um, I, I, when I'm in my classroom, I really try to do all that I can for the student. And when we are over with class, I give them the opportunity to meet with me. I want them to meet with me. I started out the first of the year saying, listen, hey, this is my, my Google, uh, cell number, this is Google Chat, this is email, reach out to me. And I think teachers are really working overtime. We're working overtime. I work around the clock. It's like I cannot shut it off because I know that this is this is a hard time. But being a teacher is, is hard on me because looking at the screen, I'm unable to judge if the student knows what they need and should do. And then I have to justify it. So with that said, let's talk about your student. Was was it a rough start in the beginning? Yes. Okay. And do you feel it was because it's more social related, maybe? Because that's what I'm hearing too, that the, the students aren't doing well because it's more social emotional related um with my student i feel like it's more um he has emotional issues so it's some some emotional stuff okay socially he could care less um i just think like with a middle schooler they're just coming into that virtual that chromebook that mm -hmm. that online learning 
and I don't think his introduction was very strong to it. And as he gravitated to middle school, it's 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 like he's missing some pieces there, and, and academically he is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't. And the teachers are offering all that extra input here. Here's my here's my Google number. Here's my time. You can reach out to me. They're very 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 helpful, and I'm, I'm grateful for his his teachers because they see. Um, the potential in him mm-hmm. um but he it's it's just something and and to go back on what i said earlier with the camera and the, i can tell the difference now in his grades because yes. i do have him in a situation where somebody is there with him mm-hmm. at least four days out of the week and the cameras are on he still tries but uh, the person that he's with is strong and she's an educator she's a school counselor okay so um this all worked out for the better but I can see a difference since that camera's been on, mm-hmm. but not just grade-wise, how attentive he yes. is, how his reaction, because I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm virtually, you know, he's not with me, so I'm online checking to see what mm-hmm. he's doing. I'm seeing more um, conversations with him and the teacher. And I just, I can tell, like, he does need to grow his communication skills a little more. And that's just because in the last year, he hasn't had any kind of interaction with teachers. Right. But he is reaching out and like, well, I can't do this. Well, do I need to find this? Can I Google this answer? Can I do, you know? So I do see a lot of that. And I think that has a lot to do with that camera being on. Yeah. And And physical connect. I agree. I agree. I have some students that have turned their whole grading learning process around just because I've said so many days keep the camera on if you keep the camera on trust me you're going to get what you need and it's miraculous some of them that started out first quarter and part of second quarter not doing well at all but decided whatever it was, the light went off and said, okay, I can do this. And they're doing well. They're doing well. So I love that. So I have an elementary student here in the studio, and I want to hear from from her. What are your thoughts about virtual learning? And um, what do you think about that black screen being on or off? Well, me personally... Whenever I'm in school, I do tend to turn my camera off a lot because sometimes whenever we hear, we have a whole bunch of people walking around and stuff. And sometimes my teacher asks, who's that in the background? Or whenever I'm talking, who's that and stuff. And me, I just sometimes keep my camera turned off in small group or in my math tutor on Monday. And it's sometimes hard having your camera turned off because even though you're supposed to be inside the class Mm -hmm. and physically and mentally being there, your teachers and others can't see you or see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But the staff or people around you can and stuff and Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes they can vouch for 
what you're doing and if you do go back into school you always have teachers and stuff that we'll see mm-hmm. and even though if you do their the desk will be six feet apart and stuff that will be okay mm-hmm. yeah great information great information that you guys are sharing so i want to transition let's talk about how we're going to be so we are, we're setting the intention so when you set intention you're basically saying i am going to learn something today whatever it is i am going to learn something today so let's go ahead and and just imagine because that day is coming when we are sitting in the classroom what would that day look like for you Okay, my high school student wants to speak. Um, I think for what it look like for me, um, of course you'd walk in, you see the teacher, she's like, Oh my god, hi, but six feet. Um desk would be more spaced out. I feel like there'd be a number of students that'd be in each classroom. So was it okay, it was Monday. I went to my PSAT exam and I ended up taking it with there only eight of us in the classroom. So that's how I feel like it would be when mm-hmm. we actually go back fully and start learning again. Um, also, I feel as though there would be days where, you know, certain teachers will show up and then other teachers will come in or certain students will come in and other students will come in. Uh, I feel as though that that would kind of work, but kind of not, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I feel as though there wouldn't be we couldn't have like be in the cafeteria all together because of the fact that we'll be so mm-hmm. bunched up like sardines because of the fact that there are many you know different great levels of kids in the same room and that's able to spread germs um, I think they would take this mask to mandatory because of the fact that it is starting to become a huge huge problem that is causing more deaths by the minute cases after case um i don't feel like uh they would take this as a joke i feel like you know you take your mask off with it in the air that you might get suspended um when i was taking the psat they were very strict you know we they did stickers they did wristbands they did temperature checks they did all that to be secure hand sanitizer and everything um classes are down to you know they're wiping every single thing down so i feel like if you walk into the classroom on your first day you have to have hand sanitizer you have to have at least two masks on you mm-hmm. throughout the day changing uh your mask throughout the day um being able to stay hydrated and will bring your own water bottle. I feel like sports will also be cut out because of the fact that certain amount of sports are being uh, too much of a distraction and the fact that most players will be close together. Mm-hmm. Um, for my school, there's a lot of the the temperature checks and the mask and that, you know, once, once you're in practice, you have to keep your mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, not unless you have asthma or whatnot you know you take it off briefly and then you put it back on um i just feel like the learning environment is going to be way different than how it is when you're on before this COVID thing Mm -hmm. because before there were a lot more people in the classroom you could actually see people you know there wouldn't be so much of the 
spatial environment. Um, I feel like it's going to be rough once we go back because the fact that we're so used to laughing and nudge and touch and high five and that's not gonna work yeah so not gonna work that's not gonna work i i love that that you said that because yes it will look different um everything now has to be by order so just imagine having to be six feet apart when you walk through a door with your friends Mm -hmm. And you were able to hug your teacher or just as you said, high five. Well, now everyone is six feet apart. I can walk through the halls of my school and they have stickers along the walk area that has six Six feet feet apart. And then as you are walking into any door from where you're coming from there are signs all over the place reminding you that you have to wash your hands and that you have to sanitize your hands and you have to have on your mask to enter into another area or building yes so and then the fact that you're now adapting to a new schedule you only have eight people in a room. So you may come to school. Your group may come to school Monday and Tuesday. Another group will come to school Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday is an all-district remote day. But at the least, there is a change. And we have to embrace something new. Because now it's in-person learning versus virtual learning. And to me, virtual learning is a way that we can still get what we need if we truly embrace it. If we truly embrace it. So, my final question, and I, and I would like to get this as a, a, a roundtable um, question. Is going back in person, is going back in person causing stress and anxiety? Are we overwhelmed? in thinking about going back in person. So I'll start off with my elementary student. What are your thoughts about that? Are are you even thinking about going back in person and how it will be for you? So I know that I'm staying virtual from now on. Okay. If I do go back in person, it probably would be different. And I think you'll have to wake up much, much earlier than the time to get everything settled and stuff. And me, I'm not a morning person. So I kind of got to adjust my eyes to the light because as soon as the light comes on, it's like, let me alone. Let me go back to sleep. 
and for me, I it might bring anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can talk to some people to about that, and they can help me. And sometimes it might be hard to understand, but as an elementary student, um, I think that I could probably understand and adapt to the stuff, and if I do go back in person. Okay. Alright, and I want to hear from my middle school student. How do you think it would be? Do you feel it may be overwhelming? Stress will be once you go back in person. What are your thoughts about that? Well, me personally, I have this song in mind all day today. But mine, I would be in school face to face. But I would have a mask on and I would be 16. But it would be difficult because it wouldn't be that difficult. You don't think it would be difficult? No, because, like, for me, it's a different experience. I can get the whole, I can get the whole experience and I would be much more, more better face to face. Okay. So you feel being in front of your teacher and being in the classroom will benefit you more. So you don't feel like it's benefiting you virtually. You'll get more out of learning in front of your teacher. Yes, because okay. it's like I had a past experience of face-to-face, and I would do better. Okay, all right. Than virtual, because virtual we can go on Google and stuff. Face-to-face we can't. So you can't hide. The teacher knows what you're doing. Okay, so you you prefer being there with the teacher and and possibly knowing that your teacher can help you. Whenever you you come across a problem, the teacher's right there. You can raise your hand. Yes. Okay, I like that. And we're going to hear from a high school student, and we'll close out with our parents. So, with that said, going back, being in person, being in the classroom, how is that going to look for you? Will you feel some form of anxiety? Um, will it be stressed for you? Just by that question, my heart just sped up. <laughs> um, for me, um, because I was in, before I was in this public high school, I was very in all an alternative for kids who were sent from their public to the private because of the fact that they were bad kids or whatnot. But of the fact that me being so used to a certain amount of kids in each room for a different amount of time and then going home a little early than usual and then going to a regular public high school, that's kind of different for me because of the fact that, yes, this is COVID, but there might be a little bit more than just three people. Now it's a little bit of eight or 10, but the max is 10. But at the same time, you know, me being a little on the overthinking side and <laughs> who's behind me? And what's this? You know, are they touching me? No, it, it brings me anxiety, but mm-hmm. also stress because the fact that I'm scared if I go back, it's always that one bad apple, that one bad person that might just rip off their mask Woo, COVID! Rip their mask around. See, I can't handle that. Kind of like, here's some Kaiser. 
God, some germs, some mm-hmm. I'm contaminated. Uh, but I feel as though I feel like I can handle it because I'm much stronger than that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I'm gonna take that six feet real personal. Six feet, please stay away from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, it would be different, and I think that for my school that I know for a fact they are taking this very seriously. Mm-hmm. So. And that's good. That's good. And I'm going to ask my parent, what are your thoughts about having your student go back in person as a parent? Do you worry about your student going back in person? Mm, yes and no. Okay. Um, no, because they are taking precautions. Because um, my kid does have siblings that do attend school. And like the A day and B day, they go two days a week, mm-hmm. and six kids are in the classroom, and they have adjusted because that's something different than they've dealt with in the past year. So they don't have any issues. They seem to have, you know, enjoy going to school regardless when wearing a mask all day and having to wash your hands, and they have six people in the classroom. Um, pertaining to my student, I think he would, of course, benefit from that. Mm-hmm camaraderie with peers but like I said it's going to be limited mm-hmm. so um, it's a yes and no but I'm going to deal with it as it goes but uh, hopefully he will go back and and continue to succeed yes yes I love it. I love that we have gotten um, various perspectives when it comes to virtual learning. I love that um, we're able to to have discussions like this. And this is what I'm going to leave with you, Source Nation, especially with me being an an educator. Um, I do have some concerns about in-person learning. Um, Here in my district, we are set to go back in March. So I am preparing myself uh, to to bring in all my babies. I call them my babies. To bring them in and and meet them in person. Um, And I am going back with the, the intention of what they have seen this year virtually. So with that said, um... I am going to take a lot of precaution. Um, I do believe wearing my mask and um, using hand sanitizer and making sure that my room is sanitized for each group, I am going to welcome them the same. So um, this is this is a time where we all need to continuously remind one another to be prepared for something new. But understand, and this is what I I say all the time, and I live by this motto, Source Nation, you guys have heard me say this for the last seven years. The most uncomfortable place is the most beautiful place. So we need to embrace that. Whatever may be on the horizon, we all will be better for it in the end. Guys, thank you so much. You've been listening live right here on Conversations with Kathy B. For more information about me, you can go to Facebook and look for Kathy B. SRN Live Television and Source Radio Network right there on Facebook. And then, of course, on Instagram, SRN 
srn underscore kathy b underscore and i am right there until next time source nation you all have a wonderful and blessed day and an amazing weekend and i will see you all back in the studio again next week friday at 7 p.m good night